Alright, welcome to our ninth episode of our podcast. Uh, it's just going to be me for today. Dante is not feeling too well, or he's not feeling up to it today. He's got some other stuff going on. So, and we're recording this again on same day, Tuesday. Wherever you're listening, make sure to follow us on all of our social medias. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, all of our Snapchat, Instagrams. We got everything in the description of our podcast. The description of it, the main one. So, yeah, just make sure you get that. And yeah, so got a good couple topics we can talk about today. Good, good, interesting ones. The NBA's coming back. Twenty-two playoff team. My opinion on it, I feel like it's the best they can do. I do feel they should have started earlier because they are going into the NFL season, which is the worst possible. Worst case scenario, because if it ends up in, unless it's LeBron or Kawhi, in the Eastern Conference, no, not Eastern, Western Conference Finals, it, nobody's going to watch it. Everybody's too interested in seeing the Bucks or the Saints or the, I don't know, like, the Chiefs and the Ravens. Like, they're not going to draw as much ratings as they would on a normal year, because on a normal year, they start in... Late May, early June, with um, semifinals, finals, conference finals, and then NBA finals. So, I don't... Honestly, I think the format is the best they could do. I, I mean, it's the best that's possible, you know... There's not too much else you can really say about it. I feel like um, the way that they're going to handle it. So the dates are July 31st to October 12th. So October 12th will be the NBA Finals Game 7, supposedly. Barring any changes, which I don't think they're right. We'll start, they'll have 8 or 9 games in the regular season. Then I believe... Now, don't quote me on this, that they're going to seed NBA playoffs 1 through 16, regardless of conference. So, obviously, the team with the best record, Milwaukee Bucks, would get that number one seed. Then, Lakers with the number two. Then, you can just pick them from there. I'm not really sure specifically what they are, but, yeah. So, that's coming back. It's pretty cool. In the state of New Jersey, the... As of today, the uh, stay-at-home order has been lifted, which I'm very excited about. It's kind of something they did because the cases were trending down, and it didn't look like it was that much of a spike. But there may be a spike because of the protests. We've seen in several states there was, California especially, seen a massive spike over the weekend. Uh, You know, the whole thing about the protests is very good why they're doing it. I just think that it needs to be a little bit more organized because coronavirus isn't going to just go away. Like, if anything, this is making it worse. And I feel like protests, you're right, whatever. But I feel like you need to do it in a way that 
won't spread this virus because we are still living in it. And until, like, I would say try... Like, we see thousands of people huddles. Like, a couple inches next to each other. Like, a month ago, two months ago, you don't see that. Now you do because of the protests, which I understand why. It's a good reason for it. Very good. Probably the best reason you could get for that. But I feel like it's just organize it a little bit better to enact social distancing because it will be a problem as we see in California it's considering going it's considering talking about going back a phase because of uh, the spikes and uh, a couple other states as well so I've seen spikes over the last two weeks two or three weeks because of the protests which to very valid reason for it. I mean, I don't... I don't blame the people that are going out there. I just think that... Just be a little bit smarter when you do. Obviously, you should go out there protest if you can. Do do everything you can about it. If you feel that way, then do everything you can to support the cause that you want. Obviously, this is a main cause that we're facing. And... A lot of people support it. I do as well. Just a lot of people need to realize that the coronavirus hasn't gone away. It won't for a little bit. And until there's a vaccine, I think people need to take a little bit more seriously than past two weeks. Which I know it's hard to do, but it's people are starting to get sick again from it. More cases are starting to come up, but you know, it's... It's the best thing we do. Another news, we got Drew Brees being under fire. This is a little bit outdated, but two, three days old now. But as of today, we're recording this. It's still going on. Drew Brees said some comments. Uh, NFL didn't like it. Uh, many, many people spoke out. Not even the NFL, NBA stars. LeBron James didn't like it. Uh, Leo Messi didn't like it. Ronaldo didn't like it. Soccer. Um, lots of people didn't like what he said. He issued a memo apology. Then he made a video apology. I, I don't. I think that he didn't need to apologize. I don't think he. I don't think a lot of people understood it. Um, when he did the memo one, so I can see why I did the video, you know, gotta move on from that, can't really gloss over that too much, you, you just gotta, gotta take it with a grand so you can't, just can't do, what he said, you can't take for, what he said, supposedly, like, well, not supposedly, true, what he said at first, before he apologized, don't take that for a grain of salt. Take the apology for a grain of salt. Because whether he likes it or not, it was his feelings at the time. I feel like it should have been said better. But those were his feelings. And you can't really change feelings. And I'm not saying people have to live with it. They don't have to live with it. They don't. And obviously, have seen results of that. I think Drew Brees 
needs to help a little bit more for the cause that is currently happening, not just in the United States, globally, Canada, uh, UK, Brazil, a little bit. Just feel like he needs to do a little bit more than what he has done. Obviously, what he's done has been pretty good, but be like to earn the respect back of a lot of people here in mind because I've always been a fan of him. Uh, to you guys, maybe not. You guys don't really watch us for sports. You might not know who he is. He is a quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. Very good quarterback. Holds the record for most passing touchdowns and most passing yards. So that's big accomplishments. He's, I think he's going to be 40. 40 or 41. I think he's going to be. So if you don't watch the sports, there's a little bit of insight into that. Most of what we talk about is sports, so I would assume most people are here because of that. And, yeah, to another topic, again, uh, Dante's not here, so this is going to be a little bit shorter. If I pause for, like, two, three seconds, four seconds, I'm just going to drink in my water that I have next to me because it's hot outside and need to hydrate. Obviously, summer's coming, you need to hydrate. Uh, let's see, Conor McGregor, he announced his retirement. Now, I don't know why he did it. I'd be like it's because he didn't want to... I, I don't know. He... I I feel like he had a lot left in the tank. I, I don't think he's going to retire for long. I think maybe six months. Say by Christmas. By Christmas, he'll probably unretire. And he'll probably go back. That's That's my prediction. I don't see him retiring forever. I just don't see him... That way, I think a lot of people would agree in saying that. Now, some people might not, and that would be cool too, but, you know, that's just what I think. I'm not going to spend too much time on it. Mostly because it's, I don't think it's something, it's had a great career, tremendous career, one of the best to do it, in my opinion. Honestly, if you look at everybody who's done it, I don't. I think you can put him at that level with other people. Uh, let's see what else. I wa- I rewatched all of the episodes of The Last Dance over the weekend, which was very good. I want to spend a little bit of time on this because I thought it was really good. You know the way they Netflix. I we spoke about this in past episodes as it was going, like because I watched a couple live and then some of them I didn't. But what they. I would say the Bulls dynasty and the Patriots dynasty are the best in sports history. And the Yankees. And the Yankees. I would say the Yankees, Patriots, and Bulls dynasties were, I think, the best ones. I don't... If I were to rank them, I would say one, knowing... Nah, I don't want to be biased. We'll do one, Chicago, two, New England, three, Yankees. I think why Yankees were are so low, in my opinion. Uh, there, there was no competition. It was very easy to win when everybody else was bad and you were the only good team and only had good players. Nobody else was that good. You know, there was a team here and there, but you weren't playing competitively each and every single game. It's competitive baseball, obviously, but it's not... You're not, it's not a shootout of runs. 
every game, you know? Like, they, they could just blow a lot of teams out. Patriots, I'll put number two, because they did have a tougher opponent. Obviously, their division in the NFL and AFC East is one of the weakest, so it's easier. That's why I'm not putting them at one, because it's been easier for them to make the playoffs. But when you make the playoffs, it's not like the NHL, MLB, or NBA. When you make the playoffs, it's one or done, because it would be too much physical stress to put on the opponents. I believe that um, it's a little bit tougher. They had to face, to win their first Super Bowl, to beat the Rams, and Kurt Warner. And they had to, let's see, their second Super Bowl, they had to beat the Panthers, which were very good. Third Super Bowl, you had Cunningham and Toro and on one leg. Let's see, fourth Super Bowl, you had to beat Russell Wilson and uh, Tyler Lockett and all them. For the fifth one, Jesus, he had to beat the MVP of the league and best receiver at the time. I think he's still one, I think he's still top five in the league. But at that time, he's the best receiver in the league, my opinion. Uh, and then to win the sixth one, you had to beat the number two offense in the league, which was the Los Angeles Rams, compared to their one with St. Louis Rams. They had moved locations uh, years afterwards. They, see, when I stop right there, it's because I'm taking a drink, so, yeah, Dante's out talking, so I gotta do a lot of talking, well, all the talking, not just gonna sit here in silence. I feel like, um, I put the Bulls at number one, because that documentary showed me how hard, in my opinion, before I watched it, I thought, you know, it's the NBA, you can just win a bunch of games, and be fine, like, and just roll through the playoffs, but, I think... Looking at it more with that documentary showed me that they played a lot. They played Bad Boy Pistons nineties, no early, late eighties, early nineties, when they were really tough to beat. Had to beat Celtics, not Celtics. They had to beat. Well, they beat the Celtics to get to the NBA Finals, but they had to beat. Uh, can't remember Lakers. Ooh, I just dropped my phone. Which is probably not good because that's what I'm using to record. So, again, this is happening while I'm recording. I'm not going to stop it. But yeah. Alright, back to matter of hand. Chicago. They had diverse magic. And, you know, and then they. Then they versed the Utah Jazz at one point with Carl Malone and Shaq. And, and they had diverse Pacers with Reggie Miller and Larry Bird as your coach. And. I think it was very difficult. They had a lot of teams that they had to beat to win championships. They did it. But, you know, I think after after the fourth one, I think a lot of, a lot of tension, a lot of pressure was put on. When Jordan came back and they missed the playoffs, well, they made the playoffs but lost. And then the next year they won their first one of the second three-peat. I think there was a lot of pressure to do another three-peat. Because they've shown they can. And obviously with Jordan still there. Pippen still there. They added Dennis Rodman from the Pistons. Uh, Steve Kerr they added. I'm not sure if he got drafted. I think he got drafted. They drafted him I believe. Don't quote me on that. If I'm wrong I'm wrong. But they added him. They added uh, John Paxton. You know. 
Jordan, when he got back, didn't play with Pax. I was Paxson. Uh, I can't remember. It was either Paxson or somebody else that he didn't play with, and and then Kerr added to that. Uh, who wasn't with them with the first three peat, so they had to, you know, adjust a little bit. But Pippin, Pippin, and him are probably the greatest duo to win a championship. I think he can put uh, Wade and LeBron for 2012 there in consideration, but not really as high. I just think that the chemistry that they had, it was just incredible. It's something you don't see in sports that much anymore. You can see, like, in football, uh, Brady and Julian Edelman or uh, Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes or Mark Ingram and Lamar Jackson, but with the way Scotty and Jordan were, were just, they knew when to pass to each other without calling a play, or they knew when to screen for each other without screen, calling the screen. They knew where to be with each other at the right time in the right area. Like, those things don't just happen overnight. It takes maybe years to perfect that. They perfected it within like a year, year and a half after meeting each other. Which I didn't think was possible, but was, obviously. The results showed that. Um, I don't think there's anything else we're going to talk about this episode. Again, if you guys want to support us, just follow our social medias. Our Instagram Snapchats are in the description of the podcast, not the episode description. Uh, you can follow the podcast on anywhere you listen to us. Apple Music and Spotify tend to be the top two, looking at my demographics. But you never know. Uh, we're on Google. We're on uh, Radio Check, Radio.com. We're on one of those two. We're on uh, CastBox, I think it's called. Yeah. So, we're on a bunch of platforms. But we're on a bunch of podcast platforms. Obviously, we're on Anchor 2. Because that's what we use to do all this with. So, yeah. If you guys want to support us, just help us out. It would be greatly appreciated. And next week, hopefully, I will have Dante with me. And, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Peace out.